30 seconds here. Glory to the Lord. Well, God bless you today. And there we go. We are live. All right, good. All right, well, good morning. It's Pastor Maria Murphy, and this is morning prayer. We had a little change in an upgrade with our software yesterday, and it looks different now when we go live. So uh, just making sure that we are uh, <laughs> uh, on and live, and we are. Uh, as you come in, just say good morning so we can greet you. Uh, we're grateful to the Lord for our time together. Anytime we can come together to pray, uh, read his word, pray, and uh, together in this type of setting. Uh, before, we always had to do this in person, didn't we? And if we missed it, we missed it. And so I'm grateful for opportunities when we can uh, embrace technology and do this. Good morning, Miss Donna. God bless you today. Hallelujah. Uh, so I was reading in Colossians chapter 3. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that any time that we decide and we make a decision that we're going to um, go into the Word of God, to get in the Word of God, not just to read just, you know, a bunch of verses, but to learn something uh, to that we're going to practice. Uh, I read because I want to practice it. I want to improve. Uh, I want to grow. I want to be challenged. And the word will do all that. If we go, go into the word of God with that in our heart that, uh, Jesus, I want to learn more about you and Holy Spirit, teach me uh, and uh, help me uh, to be able to practice what I am learning. That means I have to understand it, to practice it, right? And I have to know how it it uh, in it applies to me because how what season I'm in and how I can apply the word of God and the Holy Spirit is the one who can show me that uh, there's I, I don't understand uh, how people could read the word without engaging uh, the Holy Spirit that's his job good morning and happy Tuesday Ivan so we don't read just to read right we read uh, with the idea in mind that we're going to practice it because it's the doers of the word it's not the hearers <laughs> It's not the, you know, those who uh, listen to tapes or listen to CDs or uh, listen to podcasts or uh, it's not just hearing it, but it's doers. Amen. Not just meeting attenders or church attenders, but it's doing what we hear that counts and that matters. And so I was reading Colossians 3 with that in mind this morning. And I got to uh, the verse, uh, I believe it's 17. I'm reading in the message. It says, uh, let the word of Christ, uh, the message, have the run of your house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct, instruct and direct one another using good common sense. We all can use that verse. And sing, sing your hearts out to God. Then it says, let every detail in your lives, word, actions, whatever it says, be done in the name of the master Jesus thanking God, the Father, every step of the way. Then it begins to instruct wives, understand and support your husbands by submitting to them in ways that honor the master. Then it says, husbands, go out, go all out in love for your wives. Don't take advantage of them. Then it tells the children, children, do what your parents tell you, tell you. 
that this delights the master no end. And then it tells the parents, parents, don't come down too hard on your children or you'll crush their spirits. And then it talks about verse 22. It says, servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters and don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God. Confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. That's a scripture and a half. <laughs> That's a scripture and a half. I had an earthly father who uh, had an outstanding work ethic, still does. And he gave 100% every day. If that 100% meant that he went in early, he went in early. If it meant that he stayed late, he stayed late. If it meant that he covered for someone else who was out or who was behind, he was a mail carrier, a letter carrier, who was behind on their route, he did that. If they asked him to clean the place, he did that. Whatever it is that they asked him to do, he did. And he never, when I say never, he never called in sick one day of his life. Now he worked uh, at the post office from the time I was like five years old or four years old. I remember him going to work uh, when I was little in, in heat, cold, rain, sleet, snow, <laughs> they were always open. When we moved to Oklahoma, he transferred and he worked there. He never called out sick once to the point uh, where the vacation time he had uh, at the end of his time at the post office, he, like a, a little over a year before he was supposed to retire, he had the entire year and whatever off using sick time. They paid him in sick time because they said, you can't get paid. You're going to lose all of this sick time. And so they said, you just stay home and we're going to pay you every Friday like you normally get paid, but it will be out of your sick time. That, that covered him from over a year. And then he went in one day and then he retired the next. And so he that, that's how he got through the year before retirement. So it allowed him to do the work in the church because he had the church. Uh, so it allowed him, he had just started the church. So it allowed him to have that whole year off, paid by his sick time that he never called in. You see how your obedience to God? You know, I know I, I uh, a lot of times would be like, I'm gonna use my sick time. I just don't feel like going in. And I would think of my dad and be like, nope, I can't. I can't do it. And so I'm not going to lie. I always said, if I lie about being sick, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to get sick. <laughs> and so uh, he just, he was a man of integrity and that allowed him to uh, start the church uh, by, you know, having that whole year and whatever off, uh, but still being paid out of the sick time because he never called in sick. And he's still the same way in terms of he's there. If he, if he can be there, he's going to be there. And uh, he's true to his word. He's there on time. He's, he's, he does the job that's required of him. And I, that he instilled that in me. How much more should we do that for the Lord? You know, where the word of God tells us to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. A workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And then we hear, we remember the story of Jesus and the talents 
the, the, the money that he gave to each of those individuals. And the one, the individual who received one talent, buried it, put it in the ground, put it in the ground. And he, uh, he, the, the God didn't tell him, cause I think we're all looking forward to, right? The words, good and faithful servant, well done, right? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Well, we see the word good and the word good, you know, what do you tell uh, my granddaughter when she was in preschool? She would come home and be like, here, and it's a little piece of paper and it has like, I don't know, like a little scribble on it. And I'm like, uh, what's that? And the teacher's like, oh, that's your family. And I'm like, it's a scribble. Like there's two things on the paper. Well, we would tell her that's good. Why? Why would we tell her that's good? We would tell her that's good because that's the level she was at. That's the skill we expected from her at that level. It was good. So we'd say, good job. And But if she came at 10 years old and, and gave us that paper and said, this is the whole family, I wouldn't say good. I'd say, what happened? Where's You can do better than this. Because why? Because she has the ability to do better. And so it's the same way with the man with the talent. He was not told good and faithful servant. He, he was in fear, first of all. So he did not use the talent and grow and develop it, improve. He didn't do anything to, to multiply that. And he buried it in the ground because of fear. How many of us don't step up and do what God has called us to do fully because of fear? This is an example of that. And he was not told, well done, my good and faithful servant. No, he, he had some bad things happen to him and his family. But uh, why? Because Jesus knew that in the parable that he was talking, he said the master knew that he had the ability to do better, but he did not take the time to improve himself. He did not take the time to grow and develop and put in what he needed to, uh, to, to multiply that the money that he was given. And so his was taken away from him and it was given to the man who did everything that he knew to do to multiply what he was given. He improved himself. He improved that. And so I just, God was, you know, the word will correct, will instruct, will challenge us today. God was challenging me during my time of study to, to don't, don't take shortcuts uh, to uh, the same work ethic that I have in the natural to do that because we're working as un to him everything our thoughts our actions our words everything are for him amen are for him and be faithful to him uh so i was thinking of just this week i've been reading uh this book here uh wife after god's own heart uh this is the book club that we're doing with uh miss nation and uh, i was reading the three chapters that she assigned to us this week and i tell you uh this has been really challenging me and I've been learning uh, and uh, growing and I'm learning to improve myself being a wife. I don't know everything there is to know. And so I'm learning to improve myself. So even if you're not part of the book club, get the book. 
I encourage you, get the book as a wife. Let's improve ourselves as, as wives. Husbands, find something that you can improve yourself with, a book or, or something else. Get with someone that you can sharpen your skills as a husband. Or how about as a, a, a worker in your company, improve the skills that you've been given. Don't, don't be comfortable and settle at the place where you are, but always seek to improve yourself. How about your leadership ability? Improve your leadership leadership ability, improve your skill for the area that you serve in at church, find out more about it, talk to people who do it. We all have opportunity to improve ourselves because we're doing it for the master. And so I want him to say, well done, thou good, skillful. That's what that word means. You skillful. <laughs> so you've improved yourself. It's not good just to pat on the head. Good job. No, you've improved yourself. You've, uh, it, the capacity that you have, you've expanded that capacity. You've expanded that gift that I've given to you. And it says to whom much is given, much is required. So you make room for him to give you more. You, you make room and expand so he can trust you with more. So what are we doing with what he's given to us and what he's put in our hand today? Whatever he's put in our hand today to do, we improve on that. We find ways to improve on that so that way we expand the capacity for him to give us more. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't want to be that one where he said, uh-uh, we're going to take that away from him and give it to the person who is doing everything he knows to do uh, with what the ability he's been given. Amen. And so I encourage you today, let the word challenge you. Let it instruct you. Let it correct you. Let it improve you. <laughs> Amen. Let it help you grow and increase in the knowledge of him. And because then you want to align with him. And my, he, he is just the master of improvement. Amen. He helps me to improve every day and use all the tools that he's made available to you uh, to do that. Amen. Glory to God. I love the Lord and I love how he teaches and instructs us if we're willing and our hearts are open to him. So let's go before him and tell him that we're willing and that we're open to him. Father, we just thank you. We just love you. We just thank you, Father God, that you are all about our improvement. You are all about our growing and increasing. You desire that we come into the full knowledge of the truth, the full knowledge of you. You haven't withheld anything from us. We thank you, Father. You desire that we study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed. And we rightly divide the word of truth. Hallelujah. We are accurate we are accurate. You love accuracy. And so we are accurate. We are skillful. You love skillfulness and you desire that we come into a skillful knowledge of you, how you work, how you do things. Uh, and, and we want that. We want that for our lives. We're wired that way. And so we want to hear you say, uh, when all is said and done, we want to hear those words. Well done, thou good, thou skillful, 
and faithful servant. And we want to hear those words. And so we ask for the help of the Holy Spirit today. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us to uh, have the desire, first of all, to improve, to have the desire to not be in the same spot I am today, whether in knowledge or in my faithfulness, in my giving, uh, in my learning, uh, in, in, in any capacity. I don't want in, in, in being a wife and being a mother and being a grandmother, I don't want to be in the same place today that I am uh, in, in a year that I am today. I, I want to be improved. I want to be growing. I want to be increasing. And so I ask, Father God, for the help of the Holy Spirit. We ask you for the help. Help us. Uh, give us the desire to want to improve first. And then with that desire, uh, give us the uh, knowledge of which tools, what, what do we need to look at? Direct us and lead us. You, you're the one who leads us into all truth. Lead us to the right uh, tools that we need. And the first place we start is your word. And so we thank you for your word. It's a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. It shows us the direction in which we are to go. And then once we get there, it shows us what we need to know. And so I thank you for your word and thank you for the Holy Spirit. We embrace your word. We embrace your spirit. We let you teach us. We let you instruct us. We let you correct us. We let you uh, sharpen us. We let you uh, shine the light on areas that need to be changed. So correct us. We just ask, Father God, that you would use the full supply that you have for us to do, uh, to show us what we need to change, what we need to improve in. Uh, we thank you for that. We accept it. We receive it. And we thank you that you are faithful to do it, Father God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father, for your spirit. We give you glory and honor and praise. And I thank you that every day we improve more and more. Every day we walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, you said. We can fully please you. We can fully please you. And you are pleased when we are growing and increasing, when we are improving. You are pleased. And so, Father, we know that when all is said and done, we'll hear those words, well done, you good, you skillful and faithful servant, and, and we'll be happy. <laughs> I thank you that there is a reward in that. And so we thank you that we will not cut corners here. We tell you right now, we'll not cut corners. We'll not be shoddy in our work. We'll not just uh, do the, the, the least amount we need to do to get by but we'll show up on time. We'll be there early. We'll show up. We'll show up with the right attitude. We'll, we'll uh, be skillful. We'll gain knowledge and skill in the area that you've called us to. Uh, we'll stay late if we have to stay late and we won't be, you know, complaining about it. Uh, but we'll do whatever is necessary to do your work, to do the kind of work that pleases you with the ability that you've given to us. And so we'll, we'll be sure to do it and we'll expand our capacity in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it. We thank you for the help and strength of the Holy Spirit and the wisdom of God.
that helps us acquire whatever we need to for this position that you have us in. This is our, our spiritual position, our earthly position at our jobs, our, our, our positions in our homes, with our families, in, in our families uh, as head of household or whatever, uh, as wives, hallelujah, as children, as parents, whatever it is, uh, we'll be skillful in those areas and we'll utilize the tools that you give to us, Father God. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, we will do our work as unto you. I thank you, Father. I praise you for it. I praise you for it. I give you glory and honor and thanksgiving. We thank you that you are the God who promotes us. You are the God who promotes us. And so those who are awaiting promotion, we do what we need to do in the place that you've called us in right now, that you have us in right now. And as we put our hands to do it as unto you, and we do whatever it takes to become skillful and accurate and pleasing to you, we know that we'll be prepared for the promotion. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. We won't, won't just go into that next place. We'll grow into that next place. We thank you for it. We give you praise and glory and honor and thanksgiving in Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Glory to God. God is concerned about every area of our lives, every area. He's concerned about how you are as a wife, how you are as a husband, how you are as a parent, how you are as a sibling, how you are as a daughter or a son. He is in, he's interested. He's interested in how you are those things. He's interested in how you work for him and serve him in church. He's interested in how you serve others in your life. He's interested with how you do your job that you're paid for, you know, your nine to five. He's interested in all of those details. And he, he wants to be pleased in those things. And he deserves to be pre pleased in those things. Because if not for him, we'd not have those jobs. We, we would not have those things. And so I think sometimes we pray hard about getting these things. I want a husband. I want a wife. <laughs> I want a partner. I want a job. I want a good job. And then we get in those positions. We get the, I want a child. Oh Lord, I want a grandchild. Then we get them and then we take it for granted. And we forget that He's the one that gave it to us and that everything I do when I am in that particular thing that he's given to me needs to be done as unto him. And we can't forget that. He's reminding us today. We can't forget that because sometimes we could get frustrated. I can get frustrated. You know, I can lose patience, uh, you know, with things or with people in my life. But God gave them to me. God brought them into my life. God gave me the work that he's called me to. So why wouldn't I do it as unto him to please him with everything that I have to please him? Amen. He gets glory in that. He receives glory in that. I can tell you when I left the company that I worked at for 21 years, and this is not bragging on myself, 
This is not, and even with my dad. Yes, Ivan, I agree. He is very faithful in everything he does. And this is not bragging on him, even though I love to do it. But this is about the God in him. And this is about, I left my job after 21 years. And when I told them I was going into full-time ministry, do you know, no one was surprised. If, if people were surprised that I was going into full-time ministry, I would not have glorified God in my work. If I was mean and angry and I had an attitude every time I came to work, I didn't show up. I didn't have like perfect attendance and I had no vacation time, no sick time because I called in all the time. I was mean to my coworkers. I did the minimum to get by. And then I said, oh, I'm going to be a pastor. That's what I'm going to have. What testimony would that have been to those people at my job? They would have been like, she is. If I swore all the time, I didn't live right. They would have been surprised, wouldn't they? But they weren't. And that's a testimony of the Lord and his work in me, me yielding to him. I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on him because I want to please him in everything I do. And so people aren't surprised to hear, oh, she's, yeah, oh yeah, she's a Christian. I know that. Oh yeah, I can see her being a pastor. Of course you are. Of course you're going to go do that. That's what I got from most people. And so I thank God for that. I thank God for that because that means I did the right thing. You know, integrity is doing the right thing even when people aren't watching. We don't do it just because they're watching, even when they're not watching. I consider and do the right thing because guess who's watching? The one who gave the job to me, the one who gave my spouse to me, the one who gave my children to me, the one who put me in the position at the church I work in, the one who, you know, let me have this car to get me to the grocery store, the one that provides my needs so I can buy food. So I don't need to be grumpy to people in the line. I don't need to give them attitudes. I don't need to be mean to the cashier. I don't, you know, <laughs> Yeah, he's teaching us and instructing us and correcting us because he's concerned. He's concerned. And so we thank him and we glorify him in everything we do. And then he can use us more. I don't know about you, but I want to be used more by God. Even in the capacity I'm used today, I want to be used more by him. So he says, okay, in what you're doing now, glorify me fully, spirit, soul, and body. And then I can give you more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good morning, Quadwell. God bless you today. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. Thank you all for joining. I pray that you are encouraged, that you got something out of this, that you were challenged. I know I was challenged. I love the instruction and correction of the Lord. I love how he will show us things that uh, we need in our lives to help us through the day. He, he's concerned about it, and I thank him for it. He's such a good God. So have an awesome day in the Lord. Do everything that you do today as unto him. And let him show you areas that you can improve in. Amen. We all have areas that we can improve in. Uh, instead of, you know, sometimes I think I like to tell people how they can improve. <laughs> you know, my granddaughter, my kids, you know, you can improve in this way. Well, how about me? I can improve in this way. Amen. This is how I can please my father. This is how I, I, I tell him all the time. I want to please you. Okay. Well, here's how you can please me. Please me in how you are being a wife right now. Please me in how you are being a grandmother right now. That's how, that's what he's asking of me. And so please me in how you serve the people at, at the church. Please me in how you, you carry out your daily life. Hallelujah. And so I say yes 
and amen. <laughs> I will do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to do it. Amen. Bless you today, my brother, my sister. Be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might, and do all things as unto him so you can glorify him 